You're listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and I'm so glad you showed up for our relationship chat today, as well as for you and your people. We're all about living intentionally here so you can experience joy and balance in your relationships once again or for the very first time. Be sure you hang with us on our social media platforms, and if you like research like I do, Make sure you check out our website at enneagramandmarriage.com for our weekly newsletter, freebies, and so much more, as well as at Instagram and Facebook. We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. Hi, guys. So thankful that you get to join in for this conversation with me about something so important. We're talking about five quick tips for better sex in your marriage. I'm so glad we're covering this because as I mentioned, when I was looking through my feed on MailChimp, I was shocked by how many reads this email was getting about the sex challenge last month from Get Your Marriage On. So it told me I am so glad in our Enneagram and Marriage Glow Planner, we have the entire month dedicated whenever you're listening to this whole topic. So you know we're going to be covering hormones this month. We're covering uh, dealing with pornography. We're talking today about these really important baseline tips for your sex life. So don't go anywhere. Stay, get comfortable. And if there are kids around, say, guys, this isn't your episode unless they're older and you're like, yeah, I'm actually teaching them they're a lot older. So however, these are quick tips. They're not quickie tips. They could be quickie tips, but these are really just for you to explore your sexual life together as uh, part of your marriage and really enjoy yourselves more because you're really being intentional. And that's really my goal for you. And I do want you to know that these tips are going to be general, but they're also very nuanced for you. And we'll talk Enneagram a bit, but, but my point to you now is that it's so important that you take these tips as a starting point for your thoughts about your own sex life and your conversations together. And for some who are not as comfortable talking about your sex life, that might be that you just take one tip from today and keep rolling with it. But for those who are, you may be like, Not only are we going to grab the freebie at the end, not only are we going to uh, talk about it together, we're going to listen together, we're going to try it all out right away. Uh, So I'm going to give you as much as I can in these few minutes on this quick episode so that you guys can truly shine together in your bedroom. And I'm so thankful for this opportunity. So my first reminder for you guys is that you would make sure that you are getting yourself care so that you are able to truly give something in the bedroom. Everybody needs their self-care. And for each of us, it's going to look different. And for each season, it's going to look different too, right? So sometimes you might be in that space where you're like, I'm not finding any joy in something that used to bring me such happiness, like painting pottery pieces or uh, going to the gym. And and lately that doesn't do it for me, but getting in my garden really does. And I have even been thinking about gardening and doing a little bit lately, which is unusual for me. So I really appreciate that we all have different moments where we're like, this was really fun. Uh, And sometimes it's just for me reading a book that I don't normally get into, like a fiction book where I'm like, oh, that was just delicious. Uh, And I'm looking for a good one right now, but my daughter's uh, type eight friends are telling me about some that I'm like, okay, I think that's a little too wild. So (laughs) I'm going to make sure that I feel healthy with what I'm reading. Uh, But you guys know, I'll probably be back in Jane Austen because I've been in Emma for literally two years just doing a character study. It's very peaceful. But really digging in there even makes me so happy 
And so find things that make you happy, even though you know, like there's probably two listeners or people viewing on YouTube that really also like that. Um, But what I'm really getting at here is stretch to find out what truly brings you joy, that self-care. It's not just like, oh, my spouse likes me to make sure I get my hair cut every six weeks or nails done, or I like to do that. Uh, If that's your self-care, then yes. But if it's just sort of a maintenance, like, yeah, I just do that, then no. So why I say that is you need to bring joy back home and you also need to have self-care because you are responsible for your own refreshment. You didn't marry your spouse to take care of you like a parent takes care of a child. So get your self-care. And I always say the three areas, physical, emotional, spiritual, and make sure you're keeping attuned to all three of those. And we're always reminding you of that here. So that's number one. Now, number two, I just want to give you some education. The second piece is educate yourself about what's really going on in your marriage. And I'll give you the general, but you have to nuance, I said. And that is that in general, people sometimes wonder like, why in marriage is there such a discrepancy that 90% of the time men orgasm and it's only about 50% for women. And it's really a lot uh, actually not to do with like needing to masturbate more or needing to uh, have more sexual partners or fantasies. It's more about communication and really sharing what's happening. This very week, I have had at least a few women tell me they're bored and not interested. And these are wonderful women. They're just being honest because we're having these intimate conversations about what's really happening. And a lot of the time, they don't feel safe or comfortable or even right about telling their husbands that this is happening. And honestly, I go to the heart with them so I can tell you this is the truth. They really want this, uh, but it builds huge problems in the marriage because this is a huge piece of marriage for most couples. And we'll talk a little bit about that in a nuance later because it's not for everybody, but for most, it's a very important part of marriage. So I think it's important that you know that understanding what's happening in your marriage dynamic is huge. Another piece that you need to understand is how are chores being divided? Because sometimes that's like the ongoing at-home chores. Uh, There's articles about the professional names of chore division in homes. I won't bore you with all of it, but But to be completely honest, sometimes that greatly affects your sex life because you don't understand that somebody's feeling the monotony of all day laundry or dishes and they're just like, I'm so burnt out. I don't have anything or I'm all touched out in this season of life with little. So you've got to understand the dynamics and that means caring and leaning in versus just demanding what you want. Now, the third piece is respecting your spouse. And you can see how this goes right in from the last point, and that is learning what really makes them tick, what drives them. And when I say that, what I really mean is what makes them feel great so that you're not tearing them down. And if you have a hard time respecting your spouse, then start thinking in terms of the famous Gottman five to one ratio. Am I building them up? on a five-to-one basis. Start thinking of Gottman's scientific analysis of watching couples in his love lab where he was able to determine with over 90% accuracy whether they would divorce because he was able to say if they're not turning towards, but most of the time turning away when their spouse wants attention and makes that bid, then you know, that's going to ruin the marriage. So kind of leaning in more, noticing your affirmations are much bigger than any negativity you're bringing in is huge. People grow with positive affirmations. You've heard me say, if people shut that cupboard door uh, halfway when you had requested for them to shut it, 
compliment them because next time they'll probably make even extra efforts to shut it all the way. But instead, if you say, I told you I want that cupboard drawer shut and you shut it only halfway, they're not likely to do it at all. So that's human nature. That's you. That's your partner. Make sure you're respecting them. And also, Four, make sure you're respecting yourself. A lot of you are struggling with this area and sexual self-esteem is one of the factors that makes for a better sex life statistically, especially with women. And um, what I want to remind women of is this is one of my favorite parts about doing couples work is most every husband, as I've said on this pod before, finds their wife just stunning. Like, oh my gosh, how did I get so lucky? There's this goddess opening herself up to me receptively. Like she's soft. She's sweet. Like how did that happen? And And yet the woman is like, I need the dark. I need to be uh, away. And uh, I think that it's really important that you recognize that uh, parts or part of your body that you do like a lot. And I also hope that you'll build yourself up with the reminders uh, so that you're not in this sort of body shaming and that you're coming into a more body positivity like I'm so happy that I'm X, Y, Z. It could be healthy. It could be uh interested in sex, it could be, oh, like, that's my thing. I have a high sex drive or, you know, I'm just having a great hair day today, or I'm having a, a moment where I feel like I'm having, I like my wrist. I like my leg, whatever it is. Like, um, this is real. Like people have their favorite parts of their body and you can play it up. It might even be something that's a scent that you're like, you know, I don't feel the best about my body in this season of life, but I love the way I take care of myself with lotions and I smell so good and I'm really seductive with my voice. And there's all kinds of things that you can really play up to bring that sexual self-esteem back up. And also remember, I always tell people, do an affirmation journal if you're in that space of feeling like um, I don't have anything to offer the world. And when I say that, I mean, just literally grab a journal from Michael's or a craft shop and, and write in it all the things people have said that are nice about you. And that just helped me so much in my 20s. It was just such a huge gift. Uh, And I have looked in it since then as well. And one of my kids, I have making one of those right now, who's a teenager, Hannah, going through all her transitions. I'm like, make yourself an affirmation journal. Now, this one doesn't have to do with the sexuality part, uh, but yours could. And it could be more involved with like these five senses. But even if it didn't, it's the whole point of you showing self-respect. Like I have worth before God. And I'm remembering that because I was in a low place. And now I'm being lifted up with that reminder that we all have value. We're all beloved. We all have gifts and beauties. Okay. Now the last one I want to really hone in with you is that you would truly show just a sense of this appreciation for the culture you're building together. And when I said earlier today, watch for the sense of nuance this is right where that comes in because some couples will want sex more than others. And in different seasons of life, different parts of your sex life will be more or less interesting to you. So after you've gotten a hold of, like I said, just being honest and authentic and understanding what's happening in your dynamic, you've got to figure out this solution of sorts. How often are you going to have sex? How often are you going to lean in in this particular area? When is it going to happen? These are the very tangible, practical steps you need. And I am going to put as a freebie for you today, our big three workbook so that you can grab it and actually work on this, like I said, independently or with your spouse, because it's a really cool way to just say, look, we need a review. We have these three areas. One of them is finance. One of them is communication, but you can even put those two away and just work on this one 
page or if you are in the ENM as you know, we're doing the whole planner all through the year planner, then you can actually find the whole month of July and just start having the conversations little by little about your sex life and what each of you likes and getting into these nuanced details. Now, what's fun about that is it's like sometimes people are like, I'm not even turned on the way I that you thought I was. And I've never shared that. Or um I've never felt permission to do that. And especially if you're a woman, um, Wes and I were recently picking out wedding rings because I lost my wedding ring uh, diamond in Moab when we were hiking. And it was really sad, but it was just, it fell off. And I don't know where it fell off, obviously. Uh, but we were at breakfast one day and I just went like, you know, if you're watching on YouTube, I was just like, oh my gosh, where's my diamond? And uh, we had been like, you know, in and out of hotels. And that particular day we were at a hotel where I was pulling out a bed for my son. And I was like, you know, ramming my hands in that. And uh, when we were repicking out a diamond and we had, you know, warranties and things, but we were picking something out. And um, I was just to my husband, like, you know, I would really like something different than we had at the very beginning. And he was really surprised because he said, uh, you know, I thought you really liked that. And I said, no, I really didn't like that, but I just accepted it from you because I didn't know my worth at that point. And it wasn't at all like my worth came in a form of jewelry. It was, I never knew how to use my voice. So I just told you, I'm just happy to be married, like paper rings, like Taylor Swift. And, and I've changed so much since then. It doesn't mean that I'm snobbish now. It truly just means like, I'm going to be wearing this every day. And if it's your sex life, like I'm going to be having this happen a lot. I'm worth it to say what I really want and desire. And uh, it was really, you know, not even that big of a deal to me, um, but I do that with everything. I feel everything with half feelings as a seven. So I felt that way about the wedding ring. I feel the same way about our sex life sometimes, but the truth is it is a big deal on both of those. And I have to do my work too, to be like, no, these are big deals. Like I was just like, even this time at the wedding store, at the jewelry store, I'm like, all right, Wes, I've got it. No big deal. He's like inspecting it so closely. And I'm like, oh, it's no biggie. And the woman wants to hug me and form a relationship with me behind the counter. And I'm just like, you know, like breathing, thinking type here, like trying to figure out how to bring myself toward people and not away. Um, and that's my work to do. But you and your spouse have to nuance. What is your work to do in all of these processes? Uh, because it's it's really cool to be able to do the work together. You know, like when we're not real about our marriage, I almost want to puke in my mouth. Like, I just want you guys to be real with me and with each other even more than me. Like, what really helps you to feel turned on? Let's start saying it, right? Like, let's not beat around the bush. Even if you're like me and you still sort of evade emotions, sometimes try to lean in like I'm trying to do and be more authentic, be more genuine, be more intentional, as we like to say here, and show up for love and respect for yourself, each other, bring that self-care in, bring that understanding in. And now you heard me say, bring the nuance in. Even if your nuance is literally like a couple of the couples I've had over the years have been like, we don't really like our sex life that much. And neither of us do. And like, we're not that bothered by that at all. In fact, we're just relieved the other one doesn't either. So please understand, don't look to the left or right. Sometimes people don't even tell the truth about their sex lives. And you're all thinking, oh my gosh, they have it so much better than us. And they don't. So anyway, care about you guys so much and so grateful, so proud of you for sitting through this episode with me to talk about something that for some of you, especially if you're a woman, might be uncomfortable. So good job. Take a deep breath. Take one tip from today. Maybe it's the freebie. Uh, if you're on our e launch team, I just did uh, an entire nine 
type by type detailed freebie on finding your bedroom glow together. So make sure you tell us if you want to be on our launch team, you can go to anygramandmarriage.com. I'll leave it in the show notes too. And our launch team means we have a book coming out in October. I'm so excited. And you can be part of spreading the word about that and get all kinds of bonuses and freebies as a result of that. So you've got all kinds of stuff in the show notes. I hope you have a wonderful part of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show, as well as enneagramandmarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.